Tempo is a hiring platform that helps companies hire for non-tech, high-volume roles. They started in 2017, have helped more than 2,000 companies in the UK, and have recently gone through a Series A round of funding. What are the recruitment problems that Tempo is trying to solve? How does it make the recruitment process better for both candidates and recruiters? I had the chance to speak with Ricky Mickelson, Tempo's head of marketing, to find out more. Okay, perfect. Hi, Ricky. Hello, how are you? Very good, and you, how are things? Very well, thank you. I'm enjoying the lovely sunny weather we have these days, but obviously kind of cracking on with work. But I feel like now you just kind of want to go outside now that it's lovely and sunny. Um, but we're getting there, so it's good. Yeah, slowly but surely the days are are getting a bit better and a bit sunnier, but also professionally speaking. In the market, it's always been a tricky one over the last few months, but it seems to be mm. slowly improving with more people getting jobs, you know, more job adverts out there. So oh, hopefully slowly but surely we'll be going back to to normal, but also what is normal, you know, that's yeah, also whatever a whole normal other, is. <laughs> that's also a whole other debate. That's a, a whole, whole different podcast, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's a whole rabbit hole. That's a whole buck even, I think. So yeah. um, let's maybe let's maybe skip that one. Well, I just really yeah, wanted definitely. to thank you. Just really wanted to thank you for taking the time for this episode. And for, for, I suppose, guiding us recruiters through Tempo, through what you guys do and how it's, how it's useful for companies, especially when it comes to those high volume roles. And personally, I would say everything is almost a high volume role these days. Oh, so. yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think um, companies definitely don't struggle with the volume um, with so many people on furlough at the moment. But yeah, it's probably more the, the problem to find the right people, I guess. Absolutely. So I guess maybe to, to start off, I want, I really wanted to, to dive into sort of what the challenges are that you guys solve and what, what the problems, the recruitment problems are that you, that you solve. But before that, just for the, the listeners that aren't maybe incredibly familiar with Tempo, can you give us a quick rundown of, of how, what Tempo does and sort of how it started really? Yeah, absolutely. So we were founded in 2017, where our founders, Ben and Ollie, who have both worked in the recruitment industry for years, kind of got together and started talking about how recruitment is broken. And I feel like, and you can probably nod along to this, like recruitment has almost turned into a bit of a swear word. It just has a really bad reputation. Um, So they sort of got together and they're like, why is this not a fun thing? Recruitment process should be fun because it shows that you're growing as a company. It shows that your team is growing. Like it should be so exciting, but instead it's just become all about processes. And they really wanted to fix that. But also from the candidate perspective, candidates, they just kind of send their CV into the ether these days. They never get an idea of where they are in the process they don't know whether their CV has even been read or if it just ends up in the bin. We, we've all heard those horror stories of like, oh, 50% of the CVs just end up in the bin, not because you're unqualified, but just because there's too many of them. Um, so, so Tempo is really kind of on a mission to make recruitment exciting, but also fight the traditional job board because it's full of almost fake job adverts by recruiters who are trying to get candidates in, And it's such a bad experience for candidates when, in fact, it's a very candidate-driven market. Absolutely. I think especially on that volume piece that you mentioned, 
I mean, talking about specifically, I suppose, and then what I'm seeing on the on the website and and the area that you're targeting, and I'll go into that in a bit. But it's really going through the the vast number of people applying. It can be also quite labor intensive. But at the same time, what I did notice is, hey, when you so I tried to sign up to the platform myself, and I see mm-hmm. you can include video, you can include additional information in order to really present yourself in an unusual way that slightly stands out from the other few, sometimes yeah, even absolutely. few hundred CVs that hiring yeah, managers absolutely. see. And a CV on its own can feel quite flat as well. Whereas if you can add a video, you can actually show a little bit about yourself outside of just, hey, I've worked at this company for X amount of time. So that's really interesting and something we definitely find that people are enjoying. I think maybe just on that point, the uh, that recruitment has become become sort of a, I suppose, swear word almost, some something of a <laughs> of a tricky scenario because I've experienced it myself also because as yeah, as I was going <laughs> to ask you that whether you can you can agree to that. Um, it depends. I mean, uh, specifically, I remember back in my agency days, um, it, it, I really had the impression that sometimes. Not just recruiters, but also, let's say, candidates and hiring managers Mm -hmm. weren't incredibly keen to engage with an agency recruiter. It's more once I became internal that the tone changed, the attitude changed, and people really see you as a true partner of the company and and looking to build long-lasting teams almost is, is where I would like to sort of go with that. Yeah, I agree. I remember when I first started working for a recruitment company, I would always make such a huge effort of saying, oh, but I'm not a recruiter. Every time I spoke to people, when people asked me what I did, I was like, well, I work for a recruitment company, but don't worry, I'm not one of those recruiters. And it's a bit of a shame that it's come to that, the reacts you have to say up front, oh, no, I'm not one of those people. Well, just to... to just to finish off on that point, you do see sort of new job titles coming up for recruiters like talent oh, partner, yeah. uh, job, uh, talent acquisition mm. um, specialist. So I think there's a slight shift, hopefully, and sort of it's the attitude. It's a softer sell. Yeah, yeah, it's a softer sell. And people are starting to realize that actually it's about candidates and it's about the experience they have much as much as it's about what companies want. So it's definitely important to to nurture that relationship on both ends. Now let's let's talk about the platform itself because um, I've used it a little bit just to take a look, just to apply, to to look at roles and just to put in my, my profile and just wanted to check how does the platform work? And I guess keeping an eye on sort of what the challenges are that we're trying to solve, right? You know, volume recruitment and so forth, but how would it Absolutely. really work in practice? So as a candidate, you come onto the platform and you complete your profile, which essentially turns into an online CV. So you fill in your experience, what kind of role you're looking for, what skills you have, um, even what type of company you want to look to work for, whether that's a startup and if you want like a corporate vibe or a more casual vibe. Um, And you can just sort of put in a bit more personality than you can in the CV. And as we touched on before, you can upload a video, you can have a profile picture and instantly it becomes a lot more human, even though it's online. But really the main part of it is that you get instantly matched to jobs. So instead of having to go and apply to lots of companies and you don't really know whether or not they're interested in your profile, our algorithm matches people instantly to jobs that meet their preference and sort of picks out the keywords that are relevant 
So if you're a company, it's a similar thing. You sign up as a company, you fill in a bit about your company. You can even do a company video as well if you want, which is quite nice because then you can actually add that human touch on the other side end of the world, um, end of the sort of process as well. So yeah, companies, they obviously instantly get matched to these candidates as well. And it just means that they can start doing video Q&A, so organize interviews and sort of meet people face to face quite quickly. They don't have to wait for weeks to, to see like, okay, do we have a pool that's big enough now to start filtering through? It's so um, interesting. Sorry, continue. Sorry, enter. Um, so for, I kind of lost it there. You can have to <laughs> <go> back. <laughs> um, I, guess, I guess just a question on that video piece, because so if I understand correctly, companies can create a, uh, a video to, to show to, to candidates through the platform. Yeah, absolutely. We've actually just launched a new feature, which I'm really excited about. We've had for a while that companies can add a company video, which would often be a culture style video where you can sort of show people around the office or the home office, I guess, these days. <laughs> but yeah. now we've just launched a new feature where you can actually do a video job description. So rather than just uploading a description, the hiring manager themselves can just film themselves saying, so in this role, I'm looking for someone who can do X, Y, Z. I really like if you have experience in this. And then they can get a feel for the hiring manager before they even start applying to the job. And it's, I feel like it's a super exciting new feature. And I'm excited to see how companies are going to use it because we do find that candidates just engage with content much better if there's a video to it. And especially younger candidates who are kind of used to having videos for everything. Yeah, we're in the age of Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat. Yeah, indeed. So indeed. now it's, uh, you know, it's not just enough to really just see on paper sort of some text on what the company does, who the hiring manager is. No, you got to see, you got you to gotta get the new media right in front of you. Definitely. Now, it's so interesting because video is really something very special because in recruitment there's a lot of talk especially especially i would say maybe a bit more recently when it comes to employer branding mm -hmm. and maybe we we differ a little bit on what that exactly means that means a lot of different things for a lot of different people but but when it comes to let's see blogs or video or mm -hmm. articles uh, social media seeing stuff that shows how how are ha how are people happy really in their in their companies? Candidates really um, really react to that, I think, and really think, okay, this is this is interesting. I'm finding out more on a more personal sense what companies okay. are doing internally, and it's very interesting that you develop the uh, the video sort of, I suppose, uh, additional sort of piece of, of video to the process. Yeah, definitely, I agree. It's. It's really easy to see through whether companies are doing it well or not, because if you want to apply somewhere, you want to be able to easily find their careers page, figure out what's it like to work there, find their Instagram account, probably get a bit of an idea of what the culture is like. And you, you just want to have that information readily available. And if you can make that a part of the job description and a part of the company profile, it saves the candidates quite a lot of time and it just really enhances the experience. Now let's talk about the candidates because I mean, I saw that it's a very sort of 
maybe specific type of candidate that really excels in the platform or that you're targeting maybe? Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where obviously if you go on a job board, often you can just do any kind of role. But really we wanted to make sure to specialize in something because if you know what you're good at and you do that well, you can keep having companies come back to you for that particular type of role. So our focus is actually on non-technical roles. So when we say non-technical, we mean roles such as sales, customer support, um, PAs, finance assistant, assistance, any kind of like admin office manager type role. So a lot of our candidates are kind of recent graduates or they have a few years experience. And it's such a great opportunity for them to kind of dip their toes in multiple types of roles and develop their soft skills. Because when you work in these type of roles, it's all about your soft skills. It's all about communication and multitasking or analytical thinking or whatever it might be, depending on the role. But it's a really great way to develop these soft skills. But also, on the other hand, to kind of get their foot through the door at some really cool startups. If you go out there and you see, ooh, Bulb, a Munso, a Starling, they're really cool. And I would love to just get the best job in the world there. Where in reality, it's like, oh, maybe I can just get any kind of role there. And then I can move around, learn some cool things, get that on my CV, even if it's not exactly the type of role you might have thought you were going to end up in. I agree. And especially, I would add to that, especially the non-technical roles. So at least the way I see them is you can't immediately see on a CV if the person is qualified or not, Mm. because since it's soft skills, it's something that you can really just assess during a conversation almost. Definitely. So you would really speak with people and, well, tell me about your communication skills or tell me about a time you... Uh, you were had to you had to resolve an interpersonal conflict at work exactly. and those because things it's so easy yeah and it's so easy to just write on your cv great communication skills <laughs> and yeah. i'm pretty sure you can see that on 98 percent of all cvs out there um but that's not really a way to assess it is it <laughs> yeah at the end of the day there's a lot of nuance in the non-technical roles whereas a technical role I mean, let's say I'm, I've done mostly technical roles and let's mm-hmm. say if I'm looking for a Python developer, then the CV will literally say, hi, I'm a Python developer. Exactly. And you know exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, that's like, okay, well, it says this person is a Python developer. So, okay, cool. Let's that's bring him in for start. an interview. Yeah. <laughs> now, I would add, I guess, just a question. I mean, there are some technical roles that that Tempo might consider. I think I've seen a few where they're technical, but at the same time, there's a lot of new ones. Like I remember in my previous, just previous experiences here, but like QA engineer Mm. or some project manager roles where it's tricky because not that it's easy to do these jobs, but there's a lot of people that some, maybe they just did a quick course on Scrum and Mm -hmm. then they think, oh, now I'm a project manager. Now I know and, all of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that might even be, especially since they're, they can get quite high volume, mm. it might be an idea to also include those. I mean, is there any, is it for now, I suppose, you're mainly, you're mainly going to focus on the non-technical side or do you think in the new yeah. future there might? Okay. So, yeah, yeah we, we're going to keep focusing on the skills and, and the type of roles we are for the time being. But we're actually working on a quite big piece around learning and development because we want people to be able to come to the platform and not just apply for jobs, but also help develop their skills. 
Um, and that's going to be a new initiative we're going to launch in the coming months, which is super exciting. But how that's going to impact things in the future is obviously a bit difficult to know whether we find a gap for certain type of roles we've never considered before. Um, but for the time being, we really want to make sure that the candidates we get on the platform don't get disappointed, that they know up front, listen, it's non-technical roles we do. Yeah. So if you are a very technical marketeer, we do have some marketing jobs, but let's say you're a very sort of technical marketeer or product owner, you know, like, okay, Tempo is probably not the place for me to go. So that doesn't create that bad experience of having to sign up and then realize, oh, no, I'm not interested in any of this. But I think also on the other side of the spectrum, for companies we work with, we really want to build some good lasting relationships with them. And then they can know, okay, we really need a lot of customer support people right now. Tempo, they specialize in that. And that's fantastic when we're able to, to build those long lasting relationships. I wanted to ask about, and I think we briefly touched upon this here and there, but really how it benefits candidates, right? Because mm -hmm. I know there's, so first of all, maybe there's the video element that they can include. And for hiring managers, they can also include a video element. I know mm. there's somewhat, I suppose there's the AI component, right? That you match or maybe an algorithm type component where there's yeah. an instant match, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the real benefit for I would say one thing I'm quite passionate about is just making sure everyone has a good experience. You just yeah. want to get rid of that bad experience of applying for jobs after uni. And I know that especially right now, if you're a graduate, it must be horrible to have to apply for jobs. But the, the really great thing about Tempo is that there's complete visibility of which companies you're matched to, whether those companies actually want to interview you. But One of the really exciting things is that everything moves really fast because that matching happens instantly. And our team are really good at always keeping on top of the roles. They always sort of qualify the companies to make sure that, okay, this is a legit thing happening. And it's a really great experience when you know almost instantly, okay, you're not right for this role, but try these roles instead. Because yeah. there's nothing worse than waiting for three weeks to hear absolutely nothing back. And even if it is negative news, I would rather have that negative news within a couple of days so you don't get your hopes up. And uh, I guess just to challenge you a little bit on a related point, but there's there's so many platforms out there also, right? You have your Indeeds, you have your CW Jobs, your LinkedIn adverts or, or roles posted. Um, so I think we've touched upon a few elements already, but I mean, why would a let's say you're a sales executive, uh, uh, early stage or mid-level type, and you're looking for your next role, why not just post your CV on these, on these platforms? Yeah, that's a question we get often. And that's exactly where we want to tell people that, listen, it's not about the quantity of jobs or CVs you get, whether you're a candidate or company. It's really about the quality. So if you go on, let's say, Indeed as a candidate, There's so many jobs to apply to, which looks great because you're like, cool, I can just go and apply to, to 30 jobs right now. But you don't really know whether those jobs are still live. A lot of them go through to a recruitment agency. You don't know exactly what company it's for. And they might be a bit outdated. And you just don't ever hear anything because the companies are not being held accountable to get back to these candidates. Yeah. And also, similarly, for a company, if you post 
a job ad on one of these job boards, you can just get hundreds of applications, but you just don't know whether they're even relevant to you. So it's really just the quality of candidates and quality of companies where you can see upfront what you're dealing with. Yeah, I remember also using previously these these platforms and they're very, I suppose they're very uninspiring. I mean, you know, they're very uninspiring. I mean, it's just mm. the te- you, you only get text in front of you and you're going through the role and it'll tell you, my client, a leading advertising company oh, yeah. based in London. They're all and- leading something, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's... It's like leading startup, leading yeah. fintech company. You're like, right, there's a lot of those. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's tricky, but I do see there is there is a need for sort of differentiating yourself out there in the market and really being matched with the right company. So I think there's there's something to be said about that. Now yeah, absolutely. I suppose on that point, so one thing I really noticed from the platform is it has this really fun sort of very different layout almost it has a very upbeat almost contemporary sort of Andy Warhol type 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 design around it <laughs> I'll tell uh, that to the designers they'll love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very it's very appealing and it's very like okay I'd, I'd like to maybe put my profile here so I suppose that's part of the fun aspect of making recruitment mm-hmm. fun or can you maybe elaborate on that that fun side right that adventurous side Yeah, it really comes back to what I mentioned at the beginning around how recruitment has such a bad reputation and it's just become something people are dreading rather than something people look forward to. And it really should be a bit adventurous and it should be about meeting new people and getting excited new candidates on board. It it feels like it's such a great time to do something fun. So we really wanted to just get rid of all of the corporate lingo and also just be quite honest and say, hey, recruitment sucks. Let's change it. Instead of trying to make it sound like, oh, you love what we do, don't you? Because the reality is people don't love recruitment. Um, So we really want to change that and make sure that it's quite adventurous. And also, like, if you're a candidate, try try some different things. Like, we have a lot of temp roles. Try three months at this startup find your strengths, then go somewhere else. And for a company, it's a great opportunity to get someone different through the door. So they might not fit the typical hire that they would get in through their career side, but they can actually try a few different people out. And Um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I'm inclined to, to, to touch upon that point. So really at a, when you're starting out in your career at entry level, you're almost expected to decide, okay, this is the company that I need to stick with Mm. for the next few years. And it's very tough to really make that decision at any point in your career, but especially when you're just starting out. So I think definitely recommending temporals to to people just starting out for them to really understand, okay, what is it I like in a work environment? What is it that I maybe don't like too much? That might be very much the ideal way of starting. Definitely. And especially right now where people are definitely going to be less able to find a job in whatever niche area their degree was in. It's a really great opportunity to go out and get a bit of sales experience, maybe do some fun sales jobs and then come back to what you're actually originally thinking a year later. But you have that sort of confidence and experience under your belt where you can actually add some extra value to a team. Now we we touched upon the the candidates quite a quite a bit. I wanted to talk about 
hiring managers and and recruiters because if i understand correctly it's it's uh, a bit of both i think mainly hiring managers that will be using mm. the platform but i just really wanted to touch upon sort of how it benefits these two groups starting maybe with hiring managers because hiring managers and i think you pointed out quite correctly they i suppose i'm generalizing here but a lot of them prefer to maybe delegate the tasks of recruitment or or sometimes they prefer to be hands-off. I've met a few mm. that are extremely hands-on actually. So yeah. it really varies, right? I mean, but Definitely. how would it how would it really help hiring managers to 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 do faster hiring, to really improve their processes and to really find the best candidates out there? The problem with recruitment is that it's such a tough job. I really feel for hiring managers and recruiters sometimes because they have to do so many different things. They have to do events. They have to post on a job board, maybe on 10 job boards. Um, There's so much pressure in terms of being active on social media, getting good reviews, going to careers fairs, and so much marketing activity they actually have to do from a hiring perspective. And then on top of that, they obviously need to actually hire people as well. So the benefit with Tempers is that everything is in one place. So they save so much time and money because we have a pool of candidates that are active, they're engaged, they're looking to work at those kind of startup and scale-up companies that we're dealing with. So you don't have to go out and do 50 different things. Um, and, And yeah, after you've done this big attraction piece, like they need to go and filter through those hundreds of CVs. Um, they need to integrate to an ATS and they have to move people down the funnel. There's loads of stakeholders involved. And yeah, I mean, I mean, I kind of get why it's gotten a bad reputation, to be honest, because it's such a long process. And they just need to be experts in so many things, um, from marketing to finance to, yeah, everything in between that. So being able to kind of make this job easier is definitely very exciting part of it but also when we work with a lot of small companies they don't necessarily have an in-house recruitment team because if you deal with a big corporate they will have people who are dedicated to like okay I'm doing sourcing I'm doing engagement I'm doing this this and this but if you're a small company and you need a salesperson often it's actually the head of sales that you need to talk to and that person is hiring for their sales team but they also have their real job to do. They actually yeah. have to do their sales job at the same time. So it, it's just a really daunting task to get on with if you don't have the time to actually do recruitment. Yeah, especially that sort of, I suppose, time to hire aspect of, look, we can do this. Um, I suppose it in a way that it's not going to take you 100 interviews. It's just going to take you maybe a good 10 let's say so really you'd Mm. have to do less volume work but I suppose I see also that it's a speed thing also because it sort of speeds up the process correct yeah absolutely we've had um interestingly a company that was just hiring with us a few weeks ago we'd reached out to them maybe a month ago and we'd be like hey we can help you with those sales roles and they said you know what we're fine we're literally getting hundreds of applications for you because (laughs) of the current time And they're like, you know what, it's fine. We have loads of people in the pipeline. We're all good, but thanks for checking in. But they ended up coming back to us a few weeks later and they were like, can you please help us? Because (laughs) we have so many people and we don't know where to start. But also the quality is really bad because people are literally just applying to everything right now. 
Um, so they sort of came back and they were like, you know what, actually, let's just have a look at those five to 10 to 15 candidates you have that you know are good and we can see a video up front. We can actually qualify them a little bit before we bring them in. And that's just a really great experience and a good example of, of what is wrong with, with getting those hundreds of CVs. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think just coming back to that, um, that video aspect. So, and it's unfortunate, I suppose, is it unfortunate? I'm not entirely sure, but you do see lately in the job adverts that are being placed, like, please include a cover letter or please tell Mm. us why you would like to work here. I think there's just ways to really filter out the funnel a little bit in order to get the people that really want, I suppose, that really match the role and really are committed to applying and not just because, oh, I want to hit a target of three applications, five applications today. So I'll just apply to this just in case. Yeah, like I remember that when I started out in my career, (laughs) trying to apply to any kind of job I could find. But I was always quite keen to make sure I included a cover letter because sometimes, you know, you submit your CV but I was straight out of uni. I was like, no, I need to sell myself a bit here because obviously my CV is not very impressive yet. Um, and I was always really keen to sort of write a cover letter. But at the end of the day, you don't really know who's going to read it and what they care about. And you don't want to do that copy pasting thing where you just change the job title and you say, oh, I'm really keen to work at X role at X yeah. company. But at the end of the day, that's what you end up doing because you don't know what they want. If they just say cover letter, you're like, okay, great. But it's going to be a bit generic because that's all I know. Maybe to, um, and I appreciate we touched upon this briefly, but so so hiring managers, they can ask questions via video, correct? Yeah. Like what types of questions do you usually get? So this is a really great way to do those kind of soft skill questions that we touched on earlier. Yeah. So they can ask people, so if you had a customer call in and complain about this, how would you reply to that? Yeah. Or give us an example of one time where you've dealt with a high pressure situation. And then the candidate can just record their answer. They have like a couple of tries. So it happens directly within the platform. They can do it in a couple of different takes just to make sure they're happy with what they're saying. So it's not like it just automatically submits it and they're like, oh, no. Um, Yeah, yeah, they, they can give it a few tries. But it's really nice because then if you are a busy hiring manager, you don't have to commit to having a half an hour phone call with them. Because, you know, sometimes, and I'm sure you know this as well, like I've been hiring for my team and you jump on the phone with someone, you have half an hour booked in. And you just know within two minutes that it's not going anywhere. And you still kind of feel like you owe them that whole sales piece of like, this is what we do and all of this, even though in your mind you're thinking you're not right for this. And I wish I had known that based on your CV before I committed to doing a half hour phone call with you. Yeah, it's such an important thing coming back to the communication skills and the examples you mentioned, because there's different elements of body language, your tone, how you structure your sentences, the examples you use, Mm -hmm. that text, you know, you can just ask that via text, but it doesn't, at the end of the day, you're using these skills, not just in a written sense, but you actually need to go out and speak to people if you're a sales executive, for example, right? Yeah, and you know what, when you read a CV as well, you can have the most amazing CV in front of you, 
but you don't know if that person has written their own CV. Yeah. Like they could have had their partner write their CV for them. So it, it really doesn't fully show what you're dealing with, does it? I think even the opposite. I think even the the thing that hurts the most, I'll tell you, is when you have a, let's say you have a very poor CV mm-hmm. and you call the, you're like, let me just see what's up. Let me just call the candidate. Yeah. And the candidate sounds amazing actually Mm. but then you go to the hiring manager it's like hey i got this amazing candidate and the hiring manager tells you well i'm not convinced by the cv you know it's i don't like the cv and then you're trying to convince them like no but you need to i mean seriously speak with them they're really (laughs) exactly and then you avoid all of that by showing the video or showing the the clip of the person answering the questions right exactly and even then, when you think of, of CVs, you're like, what even is a good CV? Because some hiring yeah. managers, they want to know about some of the stuff you're passionate about outside of work. But other hiring managers are like, please don't in- include this because it's really irrelevant. I don't want to see it. So it's just a really nice way to get to know people a bit and get a feel for whether they will fit the type of person you want to represent your company or if it's the right culture fit and just how they come across, I guess. No, I agree. I think there's there's a lot of space for 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 just new technology in general and really including those those elements in order for hiring managers to to really get I suppose a very transparent and good look at at candidates from that perspective. Mm. Now, one thing I I wanted to to maybe wrap up with is so one thing that I generally see that's very important when it comes to recruitment is time to hire. Yeah, And I think we touched upon this briefly. I know the algorithm you mentioned, but, and you mentioned some examples of how these things can go really fast, but I suppose just to challenge you on that point, because um, sometimes the best hire is not the fastest hire. So where's the balance almost between, okay, you need, I suppose it depends also on customer requirements, right? So, okay, you need really fast hire. So we'll do a very fast process, but sometimes this customer, they want a slower process how do you sort of balance yeah. speed versus quality almost is where I'm getting at yeah I've, I feel like there's two different aspects of that because one is the convenience so let's say you've just posted a job and you can see the match list is literally happening a few minutes after you posted it so if you're sat there on the platform already as a hiring manager you might think oh well I might as well just crack on with the role now then start yeah. interviewing people and get it through the door um but also obviously they can wait a few days but generally they seem quite keen to get moving because they know that these candidates might not be there in a couple of days if someone else snatches them up but the other aspect of it is because of the type of companies we work with because they are startups and scale-ups they just don't have the time to wait around if you if you're a really big company you know um, the large multinationals, they will start recruiting people for their graduate schemes on the first year. And then they literally give people a job two years before they've even graduated university. Mm-hmm. If you're a startup, you don't have that luxury. <laughs> when you need a hire, you need it now. Yeah. And, and that's what's really interesting that there are definitely some roles that are harder to find than others. But if you're looking for these kind of soft skills and the type of roles we do, if you can find someone that has a great personality, it's not that important what their exact experience is or what type of company they came from. So it's really about the type of roles we do and the type of companies we work with as well. So they don't have the luxury of time. So because of that, they're keen to move fast. 
but also we have a really amazing team like our customer success and sales team they're really great so just jump on the rolls make sure everyone is happy and that things are moving because we want to make sure that both candidates and companies have a good experience it's interesting you mentioned that are there people that are dedicated to really engaging with with candidates also right i think i saw on linkedin yeah we have a sort of candidate experience team because we we want to make sure that what we're actually doing is what candidates want so we will sort of do a survey every now and then just to figure out what are they actually missing from us and what are we doing well and let's say a company wants to interview a candidate as well and they simply haven't seen that they've received an interview request we yeah. really much want to bring in the human element just be like hey you know this company wants to interview you great have you seen it go to the platform and accept it um which again sort of eliminates that wait that might happen if you haven't checked your email for a few hours Okay, perfect. Fully understand. Now, just to wrap up, so for for any questions or comments, Ricky, on on the platform, on let's say the roles you have or how to use the platform, anything at all, where can people find you to connect? So they can go to our website, which is heytempo.com. And apart from that, you can find us on any social media channel, really. We have a quite loud brand, so hopefully it should be quite easy to find us. So a lot of pink, a lot of purple, a lot of yellow out there. Um, and to be honest, I would say just go and follow us anyway. We do some quite fun and exciting stuff that probably breaks up the work day a bit. Um, so, so yeah, find us on any channel you normally would, really. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm following you guys on Instagram. And it's surprising how many... I only recently started using it, and it's surprising how many businesses are or on Instagram, but I suppose mm. it's also part of engaging that demographic that you're you're targeting, right? That are more the, almost the Instagram users almost. So I'm inclined yeah. to say, I don't know if I'm overgeneralizing, but... No, but I completely <laughs> agree. And you know what, we're, we're just launching on TikTok soon. So oh. I'm excited about that. I'm not involved in that because I think I'm too old to even understand what it is. But <laughs> um, some of the other guys in the team are going to start trying out some some advertising on TikTok and it's it's quite interesting to test out these new things. Yeah, I've been dreading the moment where I'll in order to grow the podcast I'll have to get on TikTok and it's like oh my god, how am I going to going to have to know. do some of those dancing videos so yeah. <laughs> whatever it even is. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's what they do. I don't know. I I mean I've only seen a few clips and it's very sort of dancing stuff or I don't know. I don't know. It's well, yeah. I mean, well, eventually we'll have to, you know, open that door and and, <laughs> and see what it's all about. But uh, Ricky, really wanted to thank you once more for taking the time for the podcast. And Temple seems like a very fun platform. It's really, and I think it's really necessary, especially in these times where high volume roles are 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 very tricky, very labor intensive. And we really need a process that helps people with, I suppose, you know, showing how they're different, how they stand out and, and for hiring managers to see, oh, this person actually took the time to, to, to drop a video to, to show physically or, or in terms of their communication skills, how it is they would solve problems with us in order to find the best match. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really appreciate you speaking to me. It's been a great chat. Thank you, Rick. Um, so yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, same here. And thank you for taking the time. And uh, thanks again. We'll talk soon then. Take care. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. 
For more information about the platform and how it works, please visit heytempo.com or follow them on Instagram. The links are in the episode description. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and stay safe.